if you can understand this and really grasp how it can play out in your personal and or your professional life, I promise you will go to the next level of performance and you will get better results in whatever area you are looking to achieve them. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. Hello, outperformers. What you're going to hear in the following minutes is actually a snippet from a live virtual event and a virtual training presentation that I had for a financial services and wealth management company. And the entire presentation that I gave was on controlling the controllables, which I'm sure you've heard me say before. But the specific part that you're going to hear about in this episode is the starting point to what I refer to as the cycle of peak performance. And it's based on the premise that our beliefs will impact our thoughts, which will impact our feelings, which will impact our behaviors, which will in turn feed into the good or not so good results that we get in our personal and or our professional lives. And I think the starting point to being able to perform at our peak is to actually uncover some of these beliefs that are either serving us and that are not serving us. And a part of the reason that I share this episode and this real world example for me on how it held me back so much early on academically and what I thought I was capable of is because a lot of times what will happen for us is that we develop these belief systems before we even knew what the heck was going on and and before we even really had a say in the matter. And we develop these belief systems and they kind of simmer beneath the surface for the longest time. And then later on when we when we get older and we get into kind of the real world, they end up manifesting themselves in either the things that we do or that we don't do in terms of our thoughts, our feelings, our behaviors, and the results. And then how this kind of either feeds into a cycle of peak performance, if it's working out the way that it's supposed to, or a cycle of, let's call it the norm, or a cycle of under underperformance because um, it's the results that we get are feeding into what we think we are capable of or not capable of. And I would just encourage you as you listen to me describe my own personal experience, just think about what are my different belief systems around leadership, around authority, around value, around change, around conflict, around just your own 
potential and ability to do different things and to just really uncover and to ask yourself, are my deepest belief systems really serving me and how is it kind of feeding into this cycle or this chain reaction of peak performance in my own personal and or professional life. So without further ado, let's go ahead, let's get into it and enjoy the episode. Keep outperforming. If you can understand this and really grasp how it can play out in your personal and or your professional life, I promise you will go to the next level of performance and you will get better results in whatever area you are looking to achieve them. The first controllable is to control your beliefs. And if you want to know what I call kind of the cycle of peak performance, it's based on the premise that our beliefs will affect our thoughts, which will affect our feelings, which will affect our behaviors, which in turn affect our results. And then that feeds back into our beliefs. And when we look at kind of people that are really outperforming, that are not only high achieving, but also fulfilled, they have better belief systems And they have a way of going through this cycle where it's kind of an upward spiral of growth and of fulfillment and high achievement versus the norm that gets stuck and is controlled by other belief systems that don't necessarily serve them. So I'm going to give you a simple example from from my early life. I I have one sibling. I have an older brother. Uh, He's about a year and a half older. He is a Catholic priest. And this is a picture from his ordination. And he's what I would call an academic priest. He's got a master's degree from Notre Dame. He's got a PhD from Georgetown. Uh, He writes and reads and speaks more languages than I can possibly tell you. And he lives in Rome, Italy. He's the director of graduate studies at PSI. And if you don't know what PSI is, it's the Pontifical Institute for the Study of Arabic and Islam. I still don't really even know what that means, but, but a lot of the research he does and what he does is based around Muslim Christian dialogue and, and translating ancient scribes. It's, it's a little Indiana Jones-ish. Um, and he is a phenomenally smart guy. He's the guy that if you've ever played a game of Trivial Pursuit, You'll have teams of like numbers of people and then he'll be his own team, a team of one competing against everyone else. (laughs) And and he usually still wins. And the reason that I bring this up to come back to this slide on controlling your beliefs is when I look at how this has kind of played out in my own life, again, brother, a year and a half older than me who academically is just has, has something and kind of IQ wise that, that, Quite honestly, I don't necessarily have. And I adopted a belief system very early on that I wasn't smart. And I thought no matter what I did, I wasn't going to be as smart as my brother. That obviously fed into my feelings where I was never very motivated, kind of low energy, didn't try very hard at school. Obviously, that affected my, my behaviors, how much I studied, you know, how much I put myself out there. And then that in turn affected my results, where for the longest time, I was no better than a C student. C's all the way through high school. Uh, when I get to the, got to the University of Wisconsin-Madison, 
Sorry, I know I'm speaking in gopher country, but I am a Badger fan. But uh, when I was at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, I was just an average student for the longest time. And you can kind of see, okay, if I have a belief that I'm not smart, I think I'm never going to be as smart as my brother. I don't try very hard and I get C's for results. You can see that then that only further enhances the belief system that I'm not smart. And I'll never forget my junior year at Wisconsin. I was paid my way through college and it's just one of those kind of defining moments. I don't quite know why it happened, but I just woke up one day and, and I said, you know what, Scott, you're paying a lot of money to be average. Like you're paying a lot of money to get C's and shouldn't you be better than that? Like what if you adopted a different belief system that even if I may never be the one man trivial pursuit team and never be necessarily as smart as my brother, let's say, what if you actually applied yourself and thought that you have the ability to change something? And I had a, a class called experimental psychology the summer after my junior year, I ended up getting an AB in that class, which I consider the best grade I've ever gotten in my life. And that started this cycle going back the other way that hey, if I apply myself and adopt a different belief system, maybe I can get better results in my life and maybe I can actually do something different. And I'm convinced that that day was kind of a turning point for me where it's now fed into me having my own business, writing books, speaking all across the country. Um, that was one of the defining days. And as I'm talking about this, one of the first questions I ask all of my individual coaching clients when I'm working with them is we try to uncover what are your belief systems about different things because we all have them. Some of them are ingrained very early on before we even had a say in the matter. Some of them are formed later in life, but make no mistake about it. We have belief systems about what we're capable of, about our performance standards, we have beliefs about our ability to lead. We have beliefs about our value. We have beliefs about the market. We have beliefs about Democrats, about Republicans, about handling conflict. We have all of these belief systems that are ingrained within us. And I think the first starting point to achieving peak performance in any area of your life is to just simply ask yourself the question, are my belief systems serving me? And how are they affecting my thoughts, my feelings, my behaviors, my results? And are these feeding into a spiral of, of growth and an outperforming vision and version of ourselves? Or are they kind of leading me down a path the other way? Hello, Outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. 
And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.